We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. That's right. We're riding with the King. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Joe Giglio with you and Howard Eskin with us. It's always brought to you by Xfinity, the faster net in Philadelphia, and the sponsor of our Xfinity X1 Lounge. Howard, how are you doing today? I am absolutely sensational. It's another one in that streak of never having a bad day. And it was, even with the weather being horrible today, uh, had some things I accomplished. I took down Seth Joyner, mm. which we will talk about, yes. I'm sure, at some point. The people are going to want to hear about that. I'm going to take down Ike Reese, Uh-oh. which I'm sure uh, people will want to hear because... Ike is delusional at times. Well, at least so let the guy Seth. get to his car before you, you take him down. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I want him to. I want him to be able to understand <laughs> the misgivings that he has. But it's a good day. Uh, the Eagles getting ready to win another game, mm-hmm. and it's just Chicago. We can't. Uh, although at WIP. Wow, come on. WIP. Last day and a half. We've we've overlooked Chicago. We're on to Dallas, I know, Howard. I know. It's just you know, but the team, the Eagles team, is not. So, but it's good. I mean, you got one hope in this town right now, right? Do you agree with that? One significant hope. Yeah. I mean, we have a team that's 12 and one. I'd say the the Phillies next season have. Well, I'm talking about this year. Oh, playing right in the moment. In in this season. Teams that are playing right now. Yes. There's one hope. One hope. Yeah. There's there's one. And the Phillies have a chance. Yeah. yeah, They'll be a good team. They'll be a good team. And and we'll get to that, I'm sure, down the road. Yes. However, we have one hope. And anybody that thinks there's any more than one. Well, it's delusional. It's yeah, let's, let's be real about it. Um, all right, we'll get to the Sixers stuff. We'll get to the Howard's takedowns here. But, Howard, we got to start with the comments everyone's been talking about for almost two days now, which is Micah Parsons on Jalen Hurts. Tucker, let's play it here. Let, let's, let's, let's play it. Micah Parsons on the Vondcast with Von Miller. Von Miller's hurt now, so he's doing a podcast. Uh, he had Micah Parsons on. Here is what he had to say about Jalen Hurts' MVP candidacy. Is it Hurts or the team? I think it's a little bit of both, man. I think it's, <laughs> it's, I think it's, a little, it's, it's system and team. I think it's a little bit of both, man, because they got a great deep, they got a great offensive line, which helps Hurts. Hurts has AJ Brown and Devonta Smith. They got a good running game. I um, mean, Miles Sanders. They scheme that they, they scheme that they have. O line. Yeah. I mean, bro, bro like, it, like, <laughs> and this Eagles Cowboys, the Eagles Cowboys coming up, ain't it? Yeah, it's coming up. I, I'm not. I'm not trying to make no enemies. I, I just like. I just love the game so much, and I understand it so much that like, I can't. I, I like. I like when things are off. I, I just can't like hold it in. Like I almost got to say something. He almost had to say something. Yeah, but, he, but but what he said is it's both. Didn't he say at the beginning of that it's both? Yeah, but his his point was that Hurts isn't as good as everyone making him out to be. I mean, because that, that's why he's saying that. Yeah, but. I'm telling you right now, the players from the Eagles don't care. And here's the reality. Uh, and this is really the reality of the situation. They don't care. Every quarterback 
is in a system that is good for that quarterback. Well, and that's the way it should be. What do you think, Mahomes? It was chopped liver with Kelsey and Tyreek Hill? No, and, and Andy Reid calling the plays? Yeah, uh, so stop with, with all that nonsense. Aaron Rodgers looks like he's a horrible quarterback, but he's got a bad team. So you got to have players around you. Agreed. But you've got to be able to do it, well, that's it with those players. But I, I, I'm not – I talked to Jason Kelsey for a while today after practice. He says, anybody bring it up? He says, a couple of guys. He says, any big deal? He says, no. Uh, and he also said, if you need that to get up for Dallas, he said, Chicago's the next game, so we made that point. I don't want to mm-hmm. take you away from that. But if you need that to get up for the Dallas Cowboys, then there's something wrong. And that's the point. I don't care. Micah Parsons should never be compared to Lawrence Taylor because he's not close to Lawrence Well, not Taylor. yet, at least. He's a good... Not yet. Not, he, not ever. All right? Not ever. M- Micah Parsons got... The Eagles shoved it up his rear end when, he, well, when they played in the first Well, that's a great game. point, right? He was invisible in that game. Who, who is he to talk... Meanwhile, his quarterback down there in Dallas, I was throwing two picks a game. Like, his well, quarterback was... The only good year I think he really had was that... His rookie year. And when he had a great offensive line, Zeke Elliott was in his prime. And... Um, uh, they had uh, good wide receivers. Yeah, it was yeah, excellent that year. That's the way it is with everybody. So, you know, players say stuff like, I, I don't care. Honestly, I don't care. I don't care what he it's said. It's a dopey thing to say, though. If it's dopey, what, what is he talking about Jalen Hurts for? So uh, do you have to be and lie to people? Apparently that's what he thinks. So you're going to say, oh, he's great. Like, you don't want to say that because – you're trying to be a personality on a podcast. Well, that's what he's and, doing, right? I mean, and, he's, he's trying to say something. And he, yeah, and he, and he got right. everyone talking, and that's fine. But the, the bottom line is... You know, you got everybody talking. And I don't care about those idiots. They are dopes and losers. Who's talking, that, Cowboys fans? No, the, the ESPN. Right, and Cowboys Talk, fans. Yeah, right. And Cow- Cow- <laughs> well, Cowboys fans are really dopes. They are so clueless, they're clueless. They're clueless that they're clueless that they're clueless. Uh, they are a waste of... Actually, they're breathing our oxygen, which is really sad. <laughs> they shouldn't be breathing any of our oxygen. It's such a waste for Cowboys fans. So I don't care about the Cowboys. The Eagles are not going to lose a division. The Eagles, I would think, still because they have the tiebreaker against Minnesota, so they're going to be the best team, yeah. get the bye. And with all that said, they just got to stay on the road and not pay attention the guys that say, just say things. Talk is cheap. Play the game. Talk is cheap. Play the game. And they're going to play. Gonna the play. They're going to be down there in Dallas. But let me ask this. two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. 9494 Howard, I think what Parsons said isn't wrong. He's dopey for saying it. But there's two parts to this, right? Which What do you think is more true, Howard? This is a great team or Hurts is playing great? I think they're both. I think they're both. But what's more true? Like, what, what, like if you had a – what's more true? We sometimes – Well, we the see, defense – and um, the defense has to give you the ability sure. to be able to do the things you want to do. But when the offense is up three scores, it's easier to play defense, right? You can pin your ears back. You can rush the quarterback. It's easier to play defense when you have a big lead. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But you still got to play defense. Uh, agreed. Uh, and so not every game have they come out and just buried teams. Not every game. Uh, okay. Maybe a handful, right? They've done the hand- five, four or five maybe times. Maybe more, yeah. Uh, but whatever, I— it's both. It, it, the team, the defense is really good. 
even though people still criticize Jonathan Gannon. Well, we'll get to that in a second here. Yeah, yeah I know. It's just I'm going to – I took him down today. Uh, I can't believe he's that clueless. Uh, but – and we'll get to that. The offense is good. Yeah, you have A.J. Brown. You have Devontae Smith. Good player, yeah. You have a good offensive line. Mm-hmm. And Miles Sanders is a good running back and also benefiting from a great offensive line. And he benefits from the defense wondering if Hurts could have keep the ball, right? They have to hold for a second, right. and then he gets the ball and he goes. Right. Yeah, I mean, So, uh, hey, listen, it all – that's what makes a team a good team. Well, there's, is, uh, you yeah. get contributions – from both sides of the football and from a lot of different players. Well, you, you don't get the 12-1 and one with just a great quarterback. Right. And you don't get a 12-1 and one with a good team and, a, and an okay quarterback. You need to have everything rolling at the same time. They do. I just Here's the one thing that is fun about this. This is the most I've heard Eagles fans fired up for a Cowboy game in a while, Howard. This, people are fired up again for the Cowboys, for Parsons. Yeah, but don't lose sight of the Bears. I'm losing sight of the Bears. No, I'm well, They're I'm not lose. losing sight of it because it's going to be 26 <laughs> degrees with a wind chill in the single digits. You may lose feeling in your fingers and toes. I'm going to lose feeling everywhere. I mean, I just got to be able to speak when they come down to me. Let's go down to Howard on the field. Your teeth are going to be chattering when Merrill goes to you. Oh, my gosh. But whatever. They're going to win this game I'm on not, Sunday. Yeah, I, I believe so. I mean, I, there's no way they no way they should well, lose Well, I'll tell game. you what. Of the two teams that we're going to see next week, I think the Cowboys could be in a little, a little bit of a tricky game this weekend. They're in Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence is playing the best football he has so far in the NFL. And Doug Peterson knows the Cowboys. Absolutely. He knows what to do against uh, the, the overrated Dak Prescott. I would not be surprised that's a close game in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Uh, it's just – so, no, I think, boy, if they lose the game – it makes it so much easier for the Eagles. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it just then the Eagles can clinch in Dallas. Couldn't you imagine? And then well, I think I, they clinch in Dallas either way. If they if the Eagles beat no, the, wait a minute. If the Eagles beat the Bears and win in Dallas, it's over because they'll have swept them. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because then they win the tiebreaker. Right. So too. even if they lost Saints and Giants, it wouldn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. So the Eagles can clinch this thing next Saturday. Like the, we two, we get two wins between now and Saturday. It's over. Merry Christmas, Philadelphia. That's right. Can we bring Jeff Garcia back to say it? Yeah. Yes. I actually have his number. I would have called just to, just to ask him to say it if they if they win. Yeah, that'd be awesome. All right, Howard. 215-592-9494. We'll get to the phones in a second. But first, you wanted to um to tell us about you you buried someone? Who'd you bury today? Uh, well, all right. Let's we every month at WIP for our loyal Eagles advertisers, our uh, partners on Eagles broadcast, have a luncheon every month. Mike Quick speaks, but he just watches me fight with Seth Joyner. Mm-hmm. Merrill speaks. I'm there. And Ray Dittinger was there uh, because Ray can't stand retirement <laughs> where the station well, he can't. Like... He can't pass up talking football. Right? No, right. I, I'm being sarcastic. I love Ray. Um, but Seth Joyner on this rant all year of burying the defensive coordinator, Jonathan Gannon, because Buddy Ryan – Blitzed out of his mind, and everybody, oh, yeah, I did 46 defense, blitz, blah, blah, and all that nonsense. The Eagles, game to game, compared 13 games with 13 games. The Eagles are three sacks behind Buddy Ryan's Bears. Now, they didn't keep the statistics of how many times you blitzed. You mean the 85 Bears? The 87. No, I'm sorry, not the Bears, the uh, Eagles. Oh, the 87 Eagles. Buddy Ryan's best 80, Eagles defense. Best Eagles okay. team. Other than that, they have more sacks than any of his teams. Right. So they're they're three behind, which is almost even in today's game. And he blitzed probably 
50% more than the Eagles do. So Seth Joyner gets locked in, locked in, till he's got a blitz. He's got a blitz. You know, I get along with Seth. I mean, I've known him for years, but he's clueless. You hear that, Seth? Clueless when it comes to the way that you run a defense and the way you do it. If you can get to the quarterback without blitzing, why would you do it? And then he, So today, I had numbers for him. I said, the Eagles are leading the NFL in sacks. They are uh, 17th in the number of blitzes. So they're doing it yep. without the blitz. The teams that blitz the most are the New York Giants. Not a very they're good They're 18th in sacks. Yep, not a good defense. Arizona, 26th in sacks. Not a good Miami, defense. 13th in sacks. Tampa Bay, and, and Todd Bowles is a good coach, still 7th in sacks, and Denver 15th in sacks, with the top five in blitzing. So why do you need to do it? Why don't you just realize this guy's doing a good job? He says, here's what Seth says. I don't care about numbers. Okay, big guy, here's where the takedown comes down. Do you care about results? 12-1, and one, all these numbers. They give up less than 20 points a game. Last week, there was really only one touchdown scored against the defense because yep. the other two were bogus. Short field and then bogus at the end. And yep. then, yeah, because they had all the backups in. I, I mean, I don't care about numbers, really. So I just kept on going on. It just give him a chance. you got to realize he's doing a good job. And then he makes another stupid comment. Well, he's got players. Well, what coach is successful without players? But but you wanted a blitz even with the players. So here's what it was. Down goes Joyner. And I just took him right down. Was it a 10 count? It was over? Oh, it was, it was, yeah, it was bang, you're done. So here's the thing, Howard. Here are some numbers, because I care about numbers, because numbers matter with this stuff. Numbers do matter. Yeah, of course they do. Uh, Yeah. Number one in sacks, like you said. They're also number one in takeaways. Number one in interceptions. Number one in yards per play allowed. Number, there. Here's you know what? Let me let me give the takeaways. Uh-huh. When you have more players in coverage, you could get the ball. Y- you get there's more opportunities to get the football. Well, if the pass rush gets there, the quarterback's going to throw it too soon or off target, and you take it. You take it away, right? How you, could you want to play all those years and be clueless? <laughs> and he was and he was a tremendous player too. Yes. Here is the other one that I, I love this number. Number one, an opponent passer rating. See now Hurts leads the NFL 108 passer rating. Yep. You know what? If you add all the quarterbacks up against the Eagles, you know what the number is? 76. That's horrendous. What do you mean? Like, no, I mean, like, for, it's great for the Eagles, but that means the other quarterbacks are all, per, you add all their pass ratings up against oh. 76. That's bad, right? They're yeah. forcing every quarterback to play bad football. Yeah. Uh, the defense, Jonathan Gannon. And he admits if he's made a mistake. So Ray Ray Dittinger joins in because he's worked with Seth for years, so he's got a, re- a friendly relationship with him. And he tried to kind of defend him a little bit. Yeah, I think he's been a little timid at times in, and I don't know if that's the exact word to use, but it's the same meaning, in in blitzing. I says, Ray, let me ask you a question. And Ray's the godfather of football, you know. It's just, uh, do you like Shane Steichen? Do you think he's done a really good job? He's done an excellent job, he said which he has, mm-hmm. says, doesn't he make play calls that really are incorrect and mistakes at the time? Every quarter well, yeah, does. Exactly. That's the point. And Jonathan Gannon does too. But Seth Joyner is the, 
he's the leader. He's the president of burying the Jonathan Gannon. He's uh, he's the president of that that ridiculous fan club. And Jonathan Gannon, unfortunately, won't be here yeah, next the year. Fan he's going to be a head coach. Long. He's going to be a head coach. He's going to be a head coach somewhere, and the Eagles are going to miss him. Now, I'm sure they've identified people to take, but Jonathan Gannon's done a terrific job. You got to get over that nonsense. If you have the players that can get to the quarterback with four and put more players in coverage, what are you thinking about? Well, it, it would be crazy if he didn't do it the way he does, especially with the and and the, this rotation he's had. Howard, it reminds me of the Super Bowl year, the rotation. They just keep rotating these guys in. And out. Brandon Graham, and I know you you're with the Monday nights. Yeah, it's amazing how fresh he looks at this point of the season, off an Achilles injury. You know who was it that said? And the off- I guess it was one of the offensive linemen I was talking to. He says, the tough part for us is says, we play every down when we're in there. Right. And the defense, defenses that have depth can rotate people so they're fresher than the, those guys. Like the fourth quarter of these games, the Eagles look fresh and, out there and the opponent offensive line looks and wear, you know, worn down. The other point, and this is what's going to happen to Dak Prescott, I guaranteed the people, all our fine guests there today, that Dak Prescott will throw at least one interception in the Dallas game. I don't know if the Eagles are going to win it now. I'm going to wait till that that point because it's a third straight road game, which is tough, but there's other dynamics that go into it. But the reality is they're not going to blitz him that much. Seth will whine like a little, you know, I'll get him some cheese. So along with his whining, he has some cheese to go along with it. I'll go to the Bruno Brothers to get that. Uh, you get him good cheese. cheese. Yeah, yeah, good cheese. I'll get him some good cheese. I won't get him, you know, supermarket run-of-the-mill cheese. Uh, I'll get him some good cheese. And then watch him throw an interception because they'll have more people in coverage and Dak makes mistakes. You want him to pass the football. And if you pass with all those people, I'm not a quarterback, obviously, but I can't imagine what it looks like if you have more people in coverage. It's so difficult to those short, those tight windows get a little tighter with more people out there. Well, yep. I mean, it's part of the reason, and we go back to the Hurts thing, it's part of the reason Hurts has done so well is he's not facing that because t- teams are afraid to to not put someone near the line of scrimmage because he yep. runs, right? So he's yep. getting a lot of one-on-ones, and yep. he's, he's throwing the ball really well against it, and they're making plays. Let's grab a call here. Clee is up in Trenton. What's up, Clee? Yo. Yo, Clee. Yo, can you guys hear me? We got you, Clee. What's up? All right, there's a lot of distortion, man, but I kind of got a question for Ike. Because Ike's not here. Ike's, Ike's, Ike's not here, bro. Ike's not here. Oh, then Ike. No, no. Well, I'm so far from Mike. <laughs> I, I actually understand it's these Howard. games. It's Howard. Howard Askin. I understand. Oh, Howard Askin. Yeah. Oh, Howard Askin. Well, this is, he's even better than Ike. You're correct. Yeah, What's your question, question, Clay? What do you think? Ike won't like that. No, he will not. <laughs> no, but but the way AJ Brown's been dominating. I would say the wide position, wide receiver position for us this year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's had a great season. Com- how would you compare that to Carol Owens' impact on the team? It's Carol a fair Owens. question. It's a fair question. Yeah, but yeah. I'd still Clearly take T.O. T.O. Was, was a lunatic, uh, but, boy, what a receiver. Yeah, I, I would also take T.O. Yeah. Um, I don't. Yeah quite think A.J. Brown's in that class, but that's not a knock on Brown. Like, T.O. Well, he's still a hell of a receiver. T.O.'s probably one of the five greatest receivers ever. I think you could say that. Probably. So you you have Jerry Rice. Yep. Randy Moss. Yep. T.O. in this mix. Yep. Um, Calvin Johnson had a short career, but he was amazing. 
You know, you, we can then we could pick out a bunch of different guys that maybe you fit. Know, who's there, the there's guy some from older Philadelphia guys. Philadelphia that played with Indy. It was really good. Why do I forget his name? From here in Indy? Yeah. Oh, Marvin Harrison. Oh, Marvin Harrison. Yeah. Larry Fitzgerald had a great career. Oh, Larry Fitzgerald I put above yeah. that. Yeah. But, but T.O.'s but in that T.O.'s match. right in there. Yeah. I, I, A.J. Brown's got to do it for a long time. And he's having a great year. But but the impact is certainly big he's had, right? It's changed this offense. That That's where the he's had an impact on this team. Yes. Yeah, because you, you can't. You double somebody, somebody else yeah. is going to be there. And it's there. made Devontae Smith better. He doesn't yeah. have to. He, he's not yeah. the number one guy. He's the number two guy here. All right, All right. we got a lot more to do. We'll get. Uh, I know we want to talk about Joel Embiid because those comments have been bothering everyone. Uh, you know, I'm going to take here. somebody else down Uh-oh. here too. Uh-oh. Is it Embiid or is it an Embiid supporter? Well, it's it's both. Okay, we'll talk some Sixers. Because Joyner already went down. Yeah. Down goes Joyner. <laughs> talk some Sixers here. <laughs> more on the Parsons comments and... And we will talk about tonight's game. Big one in the NFL, Thursday Night Football. 215-592-9494. That's how you hop aboard. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Football season's underway, so now is the perfect time to download FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's free bets back if your first bet does a win. Sign up, promo code Chilio. FanDuel is all your favorite bets, the money line, of point spreads, the player props, and you get paid your winnings fast. All on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. I love the FanDuel app. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 94WIP. Sign up today. Promo code GILIO for your no sweat first. But that's promo code G-I-G-L-I-O. Make every moment more this season with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Joe Giglio with you. We're riding with the king. As always, Howard Eskin brought to you by Xfinity, the faster net in Philadelphia, and the sponsor of our Xfinity X1 Lounge. So, Howard, you took down Seth Joyner in the first segment. Yep. And now, um, you know, we got, we got to circle back here to the uh, Sixers. So, they did win the other night. Uh, they beat the Kings in yeah. that game. They did play well in that game. Um, so, now a couple things. One, not good news. Maxie's not close to coming back. So, he's not. this team's not going to be a full strength for a while. But, you know, people have been reacting the last couple of days, and we saw the story right before we came on the air Tuesday, the Yahoo Sports story with Jake Fisher, in which Joel Embiid said that people want him to be traded. It's still frustrating to me that he said that. He always looks for sympathy. He's a woe-is-me guy. As good and as talented as he is, he's not a winner, and he's not a leader. And you need at least one of those <laughs> If you're going to win a championship. Ideally both. Ideally both. Ideally both. Because they kind of are intertwined. Mm -hmm. So it's always like, woe is me. Oh, yeah, I tried hard, but we did this. And and now people want to trade me. So what? Just shut up. Uh, Just do your job. And how about getting more than seven rebounds? How about not allowing the other team to always have more offensive? And he's part of the problem. The other team always almost, almost always, has more offensive rebounds than the Sixers have. Mm. It's just, there's something wrong with that. Where are you on the defensive boards? Well, if you're only getting seven rebounds, that's part of the issue too. But it's always like it's a woe is me. And really, in the comment, kind of buried in all that, 
he he's not afraid to blame somebody else, which he's done before with the coach. And he kind of, well, you know, I'm not the guy, and it was the way it was phrased in the question, that they really want fired or really want traded or really want gone, I think is what he said. I don't know the exact quote. I don't have it in front of me. I'll pull it up. Yeah, but uh, that they really want gone. Well, that's burying the coach. I, 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 whether And we understand that Glenn Rivers will be gone at some point, and we know that. But why emphasize that? You know, just to try to to pivot out of you being the focus. You're the star of the team. And unfortunately for the Sixers, they're never going to win with that star. So here's the guy I'm taking down there. Mm, we got. And talking to Ike beforehand. Well, he is one of the top five players in the league. Oh, really? Hey, Ike, I know you think you know basketball. And, you know, sometimes you do know basketball. But in other times, you kind of lose sight. You lose sight of the obvious. Joe, let's name the top players in the NBA. All right, so we're doing this based on this moment, right? Not like right this year, right, right now. Just right now. All right, let, let, right now, based in no on this specific season. order, yeah. but but above Embiid. Okay, um, Giannis Antetokounmpo is a top five player. No question, that's one. Luca, top five player. Two. Kevin Durant. Three. Could remember the game is played from the outside yeah. in. It's not from played from the center position anymore. Steph Curry, who unfortunately just got hurt, but yeah, those people that have tickets tomorrow, I feel bad. The only reason you're uh, going was because of, uh, you know, because of Curry. There's not but, many teams that you buy tickets to see the opponent, right? That's not usually the way it works. LeBron over the years, of course. The Celtics for years. But this yeah. Warriors team, of course. Yeah. You buy tickets to see them. Okay, so that's four, right? Uh, with Curry. Yes, and I think based on this year, I don't know if we would have said this before this year. But Jason Tatum deserves his credit. Absolutely. He's Absolutely. probably the MVP of the league right now. There's there's no question. So that's five right there. Yeah. So then then there's the debatables, right? Then after so we name I would five. Ta- I would take Jokic. I know you would. Because best passing center since Akeem Elijah, one who now has an award named after him. And yeah, we didn't talk he, about that the other night, the awards, the names. I know. It's kinda of interesting. Uh, yeah, it is. And Will had an unbelievable but they're trying to fit everybody in that really are the great players. Well, they named, right, the, isn't the MVP trophy in this finals the Bill Russell Award now? Like when you win the finals MVP. Yeah, right. And, but that's been that winner. way yeah. before, right. Yeah. So yeah, you try to get everybody, but Akeem Olajuwon, unfortunately for him, he played in Houston. Or not unfortunately, he won a championship. but He was a great player. Great player. But Jokic is the best passing center since Akeem. Not as good a player. Average is 20, 20-some points. Close to Embiid last year. He's such an amazing passer, and he gets his rebounds, and he's fundamentally sound. So I would take Jokic over Embiid because he plays the game, as Larry Brown would say, the right way. All right, he's not. He can make a three-point shot when it's warranted, and he can play inside. He can do so many different things, and he's got such great court awareness with passing the basketball, with which Embiid is kind of a turnover machine. I just don't understand the Embiid stuff. Like, why does he do this? Just go play because the game. Because he wants sympathy. I, I don't so, all right, so we got six, right? We got six. Okay. So, at best, Embiid seven. Ike, Reese, down goes Reese. <laughs> Two takedowns in one in one of the 34 minutes here. Ike's in there. He just drove off the road. Yeah, he's, he's frustrated at you. He'll, tell, he'll say something next time he sees you here. Yeah. I, the problem with Embiid is not that he's not a good player. He is. He's a really good player. It's th- This is the stuff that just doesn't make any sense to and me. I, I, How does this make them a better team that he's talking about? He wanted to, people want to Listen, that's the whole point. He's not a winner. And then I still will never forget after they lost 
in the playoffs to Miami. Well, if Butler, if Jimmy Butler was here, it just drives you just, crazy. I mean, you you just went to war with the guys in that locker room, and now you're bringing up Jimmy Butler. Like he throws his teammates and coach under the bus all the time. He is not a winner. Well, and then the Harden thing, right? We we all know James Harden's not the player he used to be. He's well, we know of Houston Harden. Yeah, we realize we all know that. You don't have to. You don't have to be the one that says. I don't that. think he and Harden get along now well. because he made that comment last year that he's more of a playmaker now than a scorer, which. You know, and he probably is. Yeah, it's the truth. But it, it, it's the truth, but you don't say it because Harden doesn't believe that's the case. You know, and then, you know, there's so many problems with the Sixers. Daryl Morey is a stone-cold fraud. Fraud with capital letters. Every one of those letters is a capital. What has he done to improve this team? What has he done to put this roster together? You know, and Embiid, he has, but he doesn't have the guts if you can't win, definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again and getting the same result, that's what they're doing. You, you got to move on, and you can't do it. But his, his biggest mistake, and this will haunt the Sixers, because they did, I don't know if they had a chance, but they would have had a better chance. If he would have done the trade, which I know was there on the table, Halliburton and Buddy Heald with Ben Simmons involved, you may have been able to keep Seth Curry, which is he's terrific off the bench for the Nets. You may have been able to keep him. You would have given up less number one picks, so you would have had the ability to trade Tobias Harris. You can't trade him without a number one pick in the deal. So you would have had the ability to do that. And for people that don't know about Halliburton, what a stud. Well, just turn on the All-Star game this year. You'll see him. Uh, that's exactly right. Averages over 20, double-digit assists, Leading, and, leading the NBA in assists per game. Leading is, the NBA. Okay. Uh, and then last night he had 28 or 29. He is, he would have been the point guard. Maxi would have been the two guard. And the team already would have been better off. And father time, I mean, James Harden would not have been here. And and Halliburton, by the way, is 22 years old. And Maxi's 22, it, 21. It's the same age. Unbelievable. Yeah, not great. And, and so what has Daryl Morey done? Well, he's the one with this team. And I know yeah. they're on a little winning streak, and they, and they should continue to win yeah, this home Yeah, they're playing at home, and they're playing nobody. Well, and they get the Warriors tomorrow night without Curry. Yeah, without Warriors, Curry. So they right. should win that, too. But And the Warriors are terrible on the road this year, even with Curry. 2-13. and 13. Yeah, something like yeah. that. It's weird. For yeah. a veteran team, that's very strange the way they yeah. play on the road this season. Curry talked about having a hangover from the championship, whatever that is. I, I don't know. I, but, I understand that. Yeah, that happens. But they're not – it's not their first rodeo. They've no. done this a, right. a bunch of times. But Maury has just escaped criticism, and I don't understand. It's unbelievable. I don't get it. I mean, it's just – it's mind-boggling. And he's invisible. You never – he never is available for the media uh, during the season. When was well, the last time we heard from him? It was probably the draft. No, not, was it the draft? Yeah, probably the draft, right? Or the beginning of the season, no, I, maybe? Maybe the beginning. Maybe. Maybe I don't know. I mean, it's, it feels like a while since he spoke. Oh yeah, I mean, I don't. You don't even see him around there anymore. He's in hiding. All I know, Howard, is they had a, a a press conference with balloons when they introduced James Harden. I'll never forget it because it was the most ridiculous press conference. Like as if they just were like celebrating and having a parade when they made that trade for that guy. It's not great. It's not great right now with the Sixers, and it, and it's frustrating. And these Embiid comments are frustrating. There's there's no question. All right, and, and you know, and the point I I continue to make. And when I was on the midday show today, and I asked Jody Camera, 
when he wasn't taking his laundry to his mother's. Yeah, that, that has to be addressed at some point on this radio station. <laughs> it's just he's taking his laundry to his mother's. Does he not have the uh, a washing machine? Sure, I'm sure he does have one. That's going to be the morning well, show. Well, what about dry cleaners? You take your, take your shirts, they're wrinkled anyway, but take them to the dry cleaner. Uh, it, you know, there's got to be a dry cleaner in the area. But anyway. At least one. It's a city. There's a bunch of dry cleaners. My question is. Do the Sixers have a better chance of losing in the first round in the playoffs or winning a championship? The answer's obvious. I know. Losing in the first round. I know. It's just, it's, uh, by the way, you saw Ike responded. Oh, I didn't look. What he said? Oh, yeah. He's oh, brutal yeah. with, you know, emoji of people <laughs> crying and laughing. Well, I had to take him down. He's got to get off the MB kick. You got to move on. That's right, Ike. You just got to move on. The problem is, I know it's hard, and I know it's a, there's not a there's not a, a good trade out there. It, it's, it's like it's hard to trade him. It's sometimes hard. Sometimes subtraction is better because you move forward and you try to do. There's got to be a center out there that will play hard. And really, if you're getting if all your points are coming from one spot, then it's not getting done. Uh, so, and I understand you don't get as much during the season. That's why they they waited too long. You don't get as much because there's only a certain amount of teams that think they can win. But you got to be able to get something for them. A team that thinks they're close and think that's like a missing piece. Of course. But I know for Ike, it's like a death in the family if you lose Embiid. Come on, Ike. I mean, come on, man. You're, you're a basketball guy, right? I just, it's, he's frustrating. That, that, that's what, I just feel frustrated every time we talk about Joel Embiid. All right, Howard, before we get to uh, Thursday Night Football and <laughs> our thoughts on this he's game. Frustrating. He's frustrating. He's <laughs> frustrating. Nine years ago, they drafted him almost. Nine yeah. years, I've been at the second round. And we're doing articles about the fans want you to be traded. How about you just play? Yeah. How about you just play exactly and stop worrying right. about what everyone's talking exactly about? Exactly right. But yeah, that does, it should make you feel like he's listening to your show because I think that's where he's getting. He's either listening to this or he's listening to you on Saturdays. That's where the trade and B talk some, is coming from. Yeah, whatever. He's listening I mean, to someone. Well, I'm always ahead of the game well, anyway. Yeah, well, I, I tried to help you along the Wentz thing. Oh, okay. I, I tried to help you on that one. All right. Yeah, I was I was a Wentz guy. Yeah, and Ike was a Wentz guy, too. I know. I tried to you help know, both of you But guys. I agreed with Ike then. Yeah, I tried to help you guys. No one wanted to hear me. All right. I know. Thir- uh, Sunday. Any worry about this game at all? Even if that will be close. It's an NFL team, but no. I mean, what's the number? It's Nine. Like, yeah, no. No, you can't worry. This, this team, you know, there's different personalities for different teams, but they do have that next game mentality. Very focused. As much as any team uh, that I've covered. You think they do have that? Where's that come from? Obviously, Hertz has that kind of demeanor. And the coaching staff? It's yeah, I think the coaching staff, it, he drills it into him and they listen to him because he's creative and different and he does things and. You know, his his Wednesday meetings are good. His Saturday or the game, the night before the game meetings are good. There, there's a creativity there, whether it's videos. In the last two weeks, he let uh, players Slay speak. was Saturday, right? Last Slay, week. and the week before was Brandon Graham. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were both really good. Obviously, he picks guys that really have a lot of energy and, and make a point. So... You get those guys. I mean, Kelsey would be great too. I mean, at some well, point. Well, maybe you save that one for a for the playoff. Super Bowl. Yeah, a, a big game, right? Let's yeah, see. Okay. We can have you speak before the Giants game. Yeah. Let's get. Let's save Kelsey for when it matters. <laughs> right. Uh, so, uh, but now I, again, I don't like those big numbers on the road, and you don't have to bet it to be entertained. You just root for the Eagles. So I don't want to lay the number. That's the only side I could take. I couldn't take the Bears, 
But yeah, that Bears team's pretty bad too on defense. Yeah, I mean, the Eagles, I mean, if the Eagles don't score twenty-seven, I'd be surprised. On they Sunday. just got to make sure that they contain Justin Fields because you want him to pass. Mm-hmm. He can throw. He's got a strong arm. He, he throws the ball deep very well. Uh, but you just got to whether it's a spy, whether it's somebody else, and that's one guy. Oh, poor, poor Seth Joyner will be. You know, no blitzing blitz. on uh, Sunday. There'll be less blitzing. So what do you think? Is it Kaiser? Well, because you're Kaiser's using if you use a spy, Kaiser or TJ. TJ's pretty athletic. Yeah, but I mean, if it, we're dealing with a really athletic quarterback. Yeah, it's not, right. it, Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So you, you might have that. Yeah. So you take a guy, you know, a guy out of coverage a little bit if you're going to do that. If you're going to do that, and with a quarterback, I'm sure there's there's probably been a lot of teams that have done the same thing. That's what you do with that kind of quarterback. Uh, so it just gotta. Make sure he doesn't go crazy, but he doesn't throw for that many yards. He yeah. runs for a lot of yards, but it's all right. That keeps the score down. And then you got to score against the Bears. Well, they're not winning these games, right? He's played better the last yeah. seven to eight weeks. You just got to score. Yeah. You get up, and then Merrill, Merrill, whenever there's a coin toss and the Eagles defer, Merrill. Merrill's well, this I mean, aren't we used to this by now? This is what they do. This I, is, and then you get the ball the second half. Well, the so numbers you, don't lie. You, you can, see, you can yeah. steal a possession. And, you know, if you, if you take them – out the first series, then you already have the advantage. Of course, you, and then... Because you're depending on... If you had a bad defense, you probably wouldn't do that. Yeah, you don't want to go down right. early. But but the other thing is, if you get the ball and you score before the half, you get the ball right back. I mean, you could control yeah. that middle of the game right there. I know. It, it, it's just... I'm okay with what they do. Yeah, the Bears, Listen, the Bears have won They know won better one, than we do. The Bears have won one game since September. I mean, this this is... They really? Got, is that... They were 2-1. and one. They are now 3-9. and nine. They've won once. Who did they beat? Uh, they beat the Patriots on the Monday night game in New England. Patriots stink. Well, Patriots okay. They're okay. They might make the playoffs in the AFC. So Which that's that's a joke. Seven yeah. and six, but that's the, they've won once since September twenty fifth. One game. They lost the Giants, Vikings, Commanders, Cowboys, Dolphins, Lions, Atlanta, Jets, Green Bay. Well, if they lose this game, I'll, I'll say this, and I don't think they're going to lose. I'm just putting this out there. If the Eagles lose this game, they'll beat the Cowboys. Oh, bounce back. Yeah, because there'll there'll be a message. And the message is don't let this happen. Yeah, re- a little refocus. Yeah. Yeah. And they're better than the Cowboys. Let's be honest. All these loser Cowboy fans, and they are losers. Uh put an L on your forehead and just leave it there forever. Uh they're better than the Cowboys. Where is I mean it's for people to think other than Cowboy fans and those idiots at ESPN. The football power index at ESPN? Uh, it's a joke. It's a joke. Like, why? Why are the Cowboys For a better? while, I thought it was because they had all those blowout wins, so their point differential was better. But now the Eagles' point differential is better than the Cowboys. I don't yes. get it, Howard. It is bizarre. All right, what to watch for here? Sponsored by Xfinity. Xfinity, the faster net in Philadelphia, and the sponsor of our Xfinity Lounge. Howard, we're watching tonight a, uh, a an imp- pretty important uh, play. Not a playoff game, but it almost feels like it. Niners. And the Seahawks tonight on Thursday Night Football, the Niners is, are a three-and-a-half-point favorite. On the road, Brock Purdy, his first road start. Feels like a big number for a rookie quarterback on the road. Yeah, it, it's. I guess it's a big number, but it's desperation time. Seattle's better than we thought they were. But because they lost, I think the number's out there because they lost last week to Carolina. Mm-hmm. And I think they're, they're a better team than I thought they were. And Geno Smith, who I never thought was a good quarterback, is a good quarterback this year. So I kind of I lean towards Seattle. You know, if they, it's almost like 
you should probably bet it both ways if you're going to bet. If you're going to bet, take the number and bet the money line because if they cover the number, they're I close think enough they win to win the game. Yeah, yeah I think the, I think they win the game. You get plus one fifty on the money line uh, yeah. if you take the Seahawks to win the game. The other thing about this one, Howard, it's got implications for the Eagles down the line, right? If the Niners win, they're closer to the two or three seed. Seahawks win. You know, there's a chance we see Seattle here in the second round. If they if they pull off an upset in the first round, if Seattle gets in and pulls off an upset, they could be the first opponent. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I, you know, it's hard. It, it just, you jam your brain up for the people, and we're not talking to Cowboys fans now because they don't have one. Uh, you jam your, trying to think of what your your matchups would be. Because so, uh, there's so many different things. Well, a lot will change in the next four weeks. But yeah. right now, if the season ended today, Eagles have the bye. Yep. Minnesota would play the Giants in the first round. Minnesota played Giants. So it, wow, the Giants are going to make the playoffs. Well, right, well, right now they're the seventh seed. Right now, I don't think they're going to be there when it ends. I think they're going to fall off. You, you'd like to see them not be in contention for that last game of the season for two reasons: the Eagles would be able to rest their guys mm-hmm. a little bit, and it won't be the Sunday night game. You don't want that. That's. Oh. I doubt it'll be the, so. The Ravens and Bengals are scheduled to play the last game of the season. That could be a division title game. So I think that feels yeah, like a Sunday okay. night game to end the okay. season. Uh, so Giants Vikings would be the, a matchup. 49ers Commanders would be a playoff game if the season ended today. Wow! Brock Purdy would win a playoff game. They'd beat the Commanders. That'd be the they three sure six would. game, and the four five game would be the six and seven Bucks and the ten and three Cowboys. And the Bucks. Can you imagine they're going to make the playoffs? Host the game. Not just make the playoffs. They're going to host the game. They, I mean, and then Tom. Then we got to listen to Tom Brady all off season. Now that he doesn't have uh, a wife around to push him to retire, he's going to milk it and milk it and milk it about coming back and where do I sign? He, he is such an attention. Uh, he needs so much attention. You would not think. With a guy that's played that great a career, second best quarterback in the history of the NFL, first number, Joe, one, number one behind Joe Montana, second the best the quarterback. best quarterback, second best quarterback. Joe Montana never lost a Super He's Bowl. He's been never to ten, ten. He was in the weakest division for fifteen years. All right, weakest. So they always had a bye. They always had home games. So stop it. And and uh, Super Bowls. Oh, that's it's fine. But he had a pretty good team. Sure he did, yeah, and a pretty good coach. So did Montana. Well, that pre-salary coach, kept her. Bill that Walsh coach has a losing. Bill Belichick has a losing record without Tom Brady, but Joe Montana's still the best. Uh, but whatever, that team. But we're going to have to listen to Tom Brady all off season and all these stories and ESPN every day. Where is what's Tom Brady going to do? Where is he going to go? What's he? You know what? What meals he going to have for breakfast? Yeah, I'm already what tired meals, of it. I, I, I'm. I was tired of it a year ago. Uh, it's but I have to root go. for Tom Brady in the first round if he's playing the Cowboys. I got to do it. Oh yeah, I, and I would do that too. Yeah. yeah, because anybody against the Cowboys. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah, I mean anybody against the Cowboys. I'll tell you what. Before we go, there's one team in the NFC that's kind of coming on here. Howard, the Lions. They could be in the playoffs. I think the Jets win on Sunday. The Lions still could make the playoffs, even with a loss this week. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. But that I, the Jets. You know what? They're a good team. The Lions. Remember in week team. in yeah. week one, everyone wanted to yell about Jonathan Gannon giving up points. That team scored points on everybody. I know. They're, I think that, they're at I, that quarterback of the those two quarterbacks taken in that draft. Goff has obviously turned out to be the guy. So the so the Rams at the time 
made the right decision. Well, they got a Super Bowl with Stafford. They, oh, you mean the, the Rams then? They took they took golf. Yeah. But you know what? That trade last year, I know the Rams won the Super Bowl last year. You know, the the, the, the Lions have golf, and they have the Rams pick this year, which is going to be a top five pick. Yeah. I, it's, that trade I, wasn't as bad for the Lions you know, That's thought. another reason that the Eagles really need to win this year because next year there's so many teams that are going to be better. In the NFC. Well, it's like 2017. The stars are kind of aligning. It, it aligned in 17. It's happening. Yeah, and the Eagles again. get a good pick, too. Yeah, they do, because how he's trade with the Saints. Yeah, Fifth overall pick, potentially. Yeah, it's unbelievable. All right, Howard. We'll talk again next week, and we have um, you're on Saturday morning. Yeah, that is correct. Before flying out to cold Chicago. Oh, my gosh. Oh got the outfit gosh. picked out? How many layers are we going yeah, with? Yeah, well, I got a lot of layers, but it does. you could have 20 layers, and it's still going to be cold. Because you can't protect your face because I have to speak. I got to have hand warmers. Okay. Even with uh, foot warmers in my shoes, it is still, your toes just, they'll be numb by the end of the game. Uh, and the players will be in front of the heaters, so I have to wait till they go on the field. Yeah, I mean, you can't get in front of them. You know, no. Can't be having that. So, but whatever. It's, it's, it's all good. It's just, it's another game on the way in a special season. And, uh, I, I want to see. I always get one or two Cowboy fans to call on Saturday. I'm going to drill them after that embarrassing win that they had last week. And that and that they should have lost that game. Oh, and there's no question. I and mean, the Texans punch it in from the two yard line. No They're question. down ten with two minutes to go. Yeah, Merry Christmas, Philadelphia. <laughs> All right, Howard. We'll hear him again on Saturday. We'll talk next. We've been riding with the King, as always. Brought to you by Xfinity, the fast internet in Philadelphia, and the sponsor of our Xfinity X1 Lounge on Sports Radio 94 WIP. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.